0: He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog! I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of
1: America. It's a Bill King show. Red seven. I don't know what red seven means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue Downtown. Hot rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills. That
2: make i for people.
0: Yep. which one i'm i'm kind of low here which one is, is it that one okay let me let me adjust it there you go brad powers with us brad power sports each and every friday out in las vegas brad what's your advice for those who have not bet wait through the weekend what should they do
1: uh, Super Bowl,
3: I mean, we haven't seen hardly any line movements. Uh, I mean, in the last, like, three days, but that tells you, I mean, it's a pretty tight number, doesn't mean that it won't move, uh, you know, once the weekend hits, I mean, the public's going to wait until, you know, Saturday and Sunday as it is, I mean, that's just their MO, so uh, right now, you got Philadelphia favored by one and a half, uh, two and a, and a couple of spots, uh, Totals 51, uh, I'm going to lean Chiefs plus one, one and a half here. I mean, I, I did just a simple, you know, for me, I mean, I made the line pick. So I, I did bet, Philadelphia, full disclosure, I bet Philadelphia when, when that line first came out in the first hour, I bet Philadelphia plus one and a half. And then, you know, just a couple days ago, I bet Kansas City plus two. So I made a line pick. Not, not a big bet for me, uh, not a great value bet, but that's where I make it right now. It just comes down to I'll take the better quarterback and head coach. Now, Philly's got the much better roster, and that's why they're favored. But I just think head coach, quarterback combination, plus experience edge, give me Kansas City. Uh, as far as when to bet and what to do, uh, I do think Kansas City's going to sh- get some money this weekend. So I, I think it's much more likely the line comes down and goes you know, up to, back up to three.
0: Is there any value in the total? I mean, I'd certainly lean under, but, I mean,
3: look, I, I'm not an NFL originator. I mean, I'm not working on it year-round like I am college football. I bet under when it first came out. I thought, you know, under 51 was a really good bet because I didn't think we'd see it again. But uh, I was wrong. I respect a lot of the money that's on the over. Uh, a lot of people that, that, that really, you know, all they do is NFL and they, they like the over. So, just a lean under 51 for me. Prop bets. Uh, you know, I know people don't want, to, don't want to hear this, but if you've already waited now, I mean, you've lost a lot of value until game day. So what will happen on game day is everybody will be late to the party, and what they'll do is, you know, even though Patrick Mahone's passing yard stat has gone up 10 yards, they'll continue to bet over. So uh, if you want to bet props, you know, I know you don't want and people don't want to do it, but you're going to find more value on betting unders meaning under-passing yards, under-receiving yards, under-rushing yards. You're going to find value on the nose. Like, no, there won't be a defensive special teams touchdown. No, there won't be a safety. So uh, if you're waiting that long, that'll be where the value is.
0: You said that last week, and that is really interesting. I never even thought of a trend in that world. But you're saying the under and the nose, your percentages are, are better. Wow.
3: Well, on game day, I mean, if you wanted Correct. to bet over, and yes, I mean, that time has come and gone. I mean, It's probably now been out, you know, 10 days. So, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, there was some value. And people, I know even some sharp people bet the very basic Patrick Mahomes over passing yards. But, uh, you know, they bet it when it was 10 yards ago, and they're not betting it now.
0: Brad Powers, Brad com is with us each and every Friday. In-game betting, Brad, is that solely an in-game decision? I mean, you can't – do you go into any games, whether it's during the playing portion of the college season or the NFL, where you say, okay, I'm betting in-game before – you know you're going to be doing it before the game, although you do not know the circumstances that you'll be looking at?
3: Yeah, I, mean, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, yeah, you don't know exactly what you're going to do. I mean, may- maybe you do want to get off a position that's not preferred, uh, you know, and you're looking to get off there. But, I mean, a lot of times I go in, in-game is totally different than pre-flop, pre-flop meaning, you know, pre-game. Uh, in-game could you know, determine, you know, quarterback injury goes down. I mean, we saw that in the 49ers-Eagles game and NFC Championship game. Uh, your entire mi- mindset can, you know, be thrown out the window. There, uh, you know, the, maybe there's some other things uh, just chopping around. Maybe somebody hangs a bad number. As always, you're always looking to take advantage of that. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there shouldn't be any preconceived notion of what you want to do going into in game. Because look, I, I mean, as much as you know, people do this professionally. Some people make uh, you know seven figures. I mean, we still don't exactly know what's going to happen in a particular game. Believe it or not, there isn't a script. So uh, yeah, I. I don't know how involved I'll be just because side and total I'm not heavily involved right now so I'm not particularly you know sure how much I'll be involved in game on this one Bill.
0: what do you think would happen with the line if Mahomes starts limping around again I
3: mean Mahomes is one of the most valuable players in the NFL I mean he's worth (laughs) about a touchdown to the even though Chad Henning's a very capable and experienced backup. I mean, that's just how good Mahomes is. So right. uh, if he starts limping around, you're going to see, you know, obviously money on the Eagles, uh, and you're going to see money on the under as well. So th- that that's what to look for there. I mean, I I, I think I think he's going to be fine unless he takes a direct shot on the ankle. Right. Uh, I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, he did. I know he's limping around a little bit, but he still made the game-changing, play, you know, the last quarterback run to set up the field goal in the AFC Championship game.
0: Jim in South Bend wants to know Brad, are you hearing anything on the offensive coordinator job at Notre Dame?
3: You know right now if i if I was a betting man and last I checked I am uh I would go with Colin Klein, Kansas State, He'll be the offense coordinator i I think that one's greater than fifty percent, hence uh, why I would bet that so uh yeah, I, I think it's going to be colin klein a name that probably wasn't there at the beginning but it's it's the name that I've been hearing a lot the last, you know, 48 hours and last night I think he became a, a clear favorite.
0: He's a tough guy coach. Um he's a young coach. It seems like yesterday we were talking about him Brad here on the show probably, but do you if that is indeed the outcome, do you approve of that?
1: Uh
3: it's a risk I don't know if it's a risk I'd be willing to take about as Marcus freeman uh, I mean this is a, an incredibly important hire for him M- might you know determine you know whether he makes it or not in Notre Dame uh just the fact that klein's only got one year of coordinator experience would greatly concern me with that being said I think he's going to end up being you know look I, look I basically he's tommy Reese uh but I think he can be a better recruiter uh from from what I hear than tommy but uh but you know, a young guy, former quarterback, you know, you know, a couple years younger than than Tommy. I, I think you know, cultural fit there at Notre Dame's always important. I, I think it'll be there. It's just, you know, you'd prefer a guy you already got a pretty young staff as it is. He would have I just me this is me speaking. I would have preferred somebody a little bit more experienced, but uh I'm not gonna put a thumbs down on it. I'll put it that way. I'm kinda neutral.
0: You just talked about it, but I'll I'll repeat it. I have no problem. Um Kirkland down in Macon, Georgia. Ask Brad, will Patrick Mahomes' injury affect his bet on Sunday?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, if he was 100%, I mean, this line would be probably pick as it is. So, uh, it's already kind of impacted in the line. Uh, I I think he's going to be fine. So, I mean, last I checked, they still won the AFC Championship game. And it was because of his play. Right. Uh, not, not because he was hindered. I mean, even though he wasn't 100%, and, and now we got two weeks off from that point. So, uh, yeah, I it, it's not going to affect my bet. In fact, right now, I lead Kansas City. So, I if I had to make a side bet right now in the Super Bowl, it's Kansas City.
0: Tom in Myrtle Beach wants to know, Brad, are you ready to tell us what the format's going to be next year for your service? He's anxious. Yeah,
3: so, yeah, I as far as just picks, I'm not going to offer a newsletter for picks uh, only. Uh, I just uh, the only way to get my picks would be through VIP service. Uh, it's Just you know, easier to get picks out in a more timely manner instead of once a week update. Even though I've had great success with the newsletter the last eight years, uh, giving out picks you know once a week on Wednesday afternoon. But uh, you know, moving forward, I'm just going to go pick some VIP. Now, if you just want information, you just want my power ratings, you want logs, you want some. Uh, other things, you want to see what I bet on the openers on Sunday, I will be putting together a newsletter. Uh, that'll be 40 bucks for the entire season. You can get more details at the uh, Brad Power store right now.
0: Jeff, Chu says, are there any crazy prop bets? He goes, I know Brad probably, this isn't his favorite question, but any crazy prop bets like the color of Gatorade, coin toss win, length of national anthem he's heard for the Super Bowl?
3: Uh, not yet, but those, uh, number one, you can't usually bet those legally, meaning you're not betting those at DraftKings. <laughs> Most oh. often, more often than not. Uh, that'll be offshore in faraway places. I'll say this. Anytime you see a movement, that that would be the answer. Uh, so you, you want to, anytime you see a movement uh, on something that can be inside information, uh, I be rest assured that, that that's, that's what, that's the answer to, to the bet. So uh, we haven't—I haven't right now for this year's Super Bowl—seen an extreme amount of movement. At least on national anthem is the one that a lot of people focus on. I haven't seen anything yet, but it's coming. And once that word gets leaked out, like somebody sees the audition or whatever, uh, th- th- then that'll move. And then what'll happen is you, you got to bet within maybe an hour, and then it just it'll be completely taken down.
0: He goes on to say, Jeff. Too, this is wild. He says, "I believe the last ten teams to win the toss in the Super Bowl has lost the Super Bowl." Is that true?
3: Oh, I, yeah. You know what? I don't. I didn't know that one. That one's. I'll have to look <laughs> into that. I did not know that.
0: <laughs> I don't know, Brad. I mean, if that happens, it might might be in game betting. <laughs> there you go. In game,
3: whoever loses, point us. I. I'll put it this way: even if it is a trend, that. that uh, I didn't know about. I still will not be betting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I right? that's not as good as the Army Navy one, right? The the under that, no, that until one, until this that last one year. Was good, although
3: yeah, it finally came to an end. Uh, although you know, people are gonna say that it technically didn't because it only went over because of overtime. Overtime. So, right. I mean, I'm sure people will still be betting the under next
0: year. More Brad Friday edition. Post your questions. Use the hashtag Ask BP. Omni Nashville Hotel.
4: to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game and your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at nashvillepredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to nashvillepredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! Tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster clubhead speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Unmatched expertise. Unmatched service.
1: Hey, you know it's a leap year, right?
3: No, the next leap year isn't until 2024.
4: Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh,
3: okay. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo, I won.
4: See what you did there.
1: I jumped up and down.
4: No, that was a leap.
1: Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to five million dollars. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now some big news from WINN. The new February
4: instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived now for some bigger news there are four new exciting games to choose from
1: and now for our biggest news yet you could win a top prize of five million dollars make a break for fun today with february instant games only from the tennessee lottery game-changing fun please play responsibly it's The McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. A
2: staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction.
1: Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
2: hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This punch, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no
1: idea. That trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
2: Call six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Get in on the Bill King Show.
0: All right, Brad, I think it's eight games since 14 the team that won the coin toss lost the game georgia dog says i know this the last team to win the coin toss and win the game was the seahawks against denver in super bowl 47 so there you go
3: small sample size even though it's eight straight (laughs) Is what i'll say but yeah it can happen you don't believe me, you know, flip a flip a coin, uh, you know, a thousand times, and, you know, there'll be times where you'll get eight or nine, ten in a row on heads or tails.
0: Back to in-game betting, Brad. I, for some reason, the last few maybe weeks, I've become really intrigued with this. And you, I don't bet hardly at all because I wouldn't be any good at it. But I find that interesting. Is there – when – in a game, and I'll, I'll go to Fanduel and I'll check the spreads. I, I do it during college. One way that I can stay engaged in a college basketball game is if I look what's happening in-game, right? I'll look at it and see if there's any value to it. I did by the way, I did it with Duke, North Carolina over the weekend uh, a week ago or so, and, and by the way, lost. <laughs> lost the in-game bet, but is there a trend or, uh, other than obviously an injury or Navy looking like crap a couple of years ago, you said that was just free money, but is it, is it an event like that or just a feel for the game?
3: Oh, wow. Good question. I mean, me personally, I'm more of uh, a fundamental change, whether, you know, in the middle of second quarter, you all of a sudden have a downpour, uh, you know, quarterback injury. Uh, right. I, I have so much, I'm unique cause I have so much pre-pop there. There's, I don't need the extra action for the most part because I've already bet almost every single game pre-flop. So, uh, and, and I don't have patience. And, man, a lot of times if you do get uh, a good bet, you'll get, if you end game bet a lot, uh, and I have, a lot of times you're going to get rejected bets and then repricing, repricing. And then another thing that worries me, Phil, uh, moving forward, I've seen some of the technology that's behind it. And it's there's a really good chance that that technology is ahead of you. So even if you want to in-game live bet, a lot of times you're a play behind. And to me, uh, it just uh, they're ahead of you now. That wasn't the case, you know, when in-game live betting came up ten years ago. But now that 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 information is processed so much quickly than what it was even five years ago, that a lot of times you're you're, you're behind. Uh, <laughs> the, the, and the sports book, and I don't like being that a lot of times. So, and me personally, the only time I'm going to do it is if there's a, you know a, a direct fundamental change in the game.
0: So you're talking about, I mean, stock market, same thing. You're talking about algorithms, right?
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, I've seen people. So, number one, you're always worried about the delays. How, how much is my obviously streaming is delayed more than uh, you know the, your network broadcast? You know, the, you know rabbit ears antenna so there's more of a delay there on a streaming service so you got to question yourself how much is the delay there i have seen and they actually have the 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 companies that are behind and putting out the in-game live bets so they actually have people at the game and i i've seen how they can chart a play so you know run you know five yards second and five this and that they can put in Five, six different things. Whether you know they cross the fifty-yard line, pass, second down, this, that, flag on the play. They can put down five, six different things. What happened in a matter of like a second and a half or two seconds? They can input that that quickly. Uh, five, six different things. So there's always a chance that they make a mistake. But uh, I've, I've personally seen it done, and, and to me, uh, that made me not want to in-game line bet. I just uh, the pull behind the curtain there told me that. I don't want to do too much in-game live betting because I think the book has the upper hand on me.
0: Kevin in Mule Town says, I always like to find a dark horse player to break out in the Super Bowl. Do a prop bet and get some really good value. Does Brad have any players out there that would fit my dark horse prop? And the very first one I remember would be nineteen eighty eight where you couldn't bet it like today. Timmy Smith for the Redskins. Memory went over two hundred yards and really was not an accomplished running back before or after that. It was just a crazy day. But and, and I'm not saying anything that wild would happen now, but is there anybody that fits that category?
3: Uh yeah, I mean as far as you know I'm guessing he wants to bet, you know, some long-shot MVP-type stuff. I, again, I mean, this is just fundamental. I mean, you, you kind of want to avoid needle-in-a-haystack bets. I mean, the, the, the MVP market as far as who's going to be Super Bowl MVP, I'm not saying you can't win it, but I just know full well that you're betting into a, a market with a hold percentage, meaning that's what the books' profits are, like 25%, 30%. But on a side in total, it's like four and a half five 5%. And, you know, on an over-under prop bet – Uh, As far as passing yards or rushing yards, it's about four and a half percent, and you're you're, people want to bet into something that's twenty five percent profits for the book. So, uh, I I can tell you popular ones. Kenneth Gainwell uh, has been a popular one. Somebody maybe off the radar, Uh, Kadarius Tony. uh, If you want to bet over receptions, I did do that yesterday. Over two and a half receptions, he's looking healthier in practice. Uh, Over yardage, twenty five and a half was available. I think that's getting bet up. So. Those are a couple names to know, you know, maybe off the beaten path that have gotten some action among the Sharps. Now, they're not betting them to win the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, obviously, that's likely to be the quarterbacks, but uh, those are two guys individually uh, that that have gotten, you know, but they've been bet over. I'll put it that way.
0: Chubby says, ask Brad. He says, a lot of people seem to think that Kevin Steele, Alabama D coordinator, is a Pope Benedict, meaning temporary seat warmer? He says, "I think he's trying to reinstate toughness into this team." Nick is; they've been undisciplined and soft. Your thoughts on that? There, there's a theory that he's going to be a conduit to somebody else. Maybe if they can ever get Jeremy Pruitt freed up with the NCAA. Yeah,
3: I I, I could agree with that, but also I would say that you know how many more years is I, we've been sitting for a while. But I mean, obviously Father Time is undefeated. I. And maybe Nick's just going with somebody that he feels most comfortable with in his last few years there. So, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. And I think, I, I think, at both coordinators, I mean, they're they're not home runs. I mean, wow, oh my goodness, you know, the, either the OC or the DC hire. But one thing it does, and I'm speculating now, it, it, it kind of makes me feel like Nick wants to go more back to you know what his program was in 2012. Now. I mean, football's changed. But uh, I do think, I expect Alabama to run the football more than what they've had the last four or five years this upcoming season. And uh, I expect uh, the X's and O's to be a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. So to play that, you know, how do you bet that? I mean, this is behind the curtain, but I I think there's going to be some value on betting Alabama individual games under the total just because I think the game script is going to be more like what Bama was Nick's first five, six years than what it's been the last five, six.
0: Also, Chubby wants to know if you think Notre Dame is under the threat, probably not the right term, to lose their O-line coach who is doing a good job, Harry Heastan.
3: No, I think at his age, I don't see him moving around too much. Keep in mind, I mean, he kept, ai think, a house in South Bend, even after he had left, uh, I mean Notre Dame. So I think that's his last job. So I, I, I don't see him. You know, if he leaves, it'll be because of retire retirement. and won't be going to another job. I don't know unless he knows something I don't that I haven't come across anything like that the last you know week or so.
0: I haven't heard anything about that. Now there, you never know. But his last job was with the Bears, right? And um, yeah, he did okay there. Uh, and then they, I guess they fired him. But he has. That offensive line now a lot of areas you and I can complain about at Notre Dame, and early on this year, some of the veterans like Jarrett Patterson weren't playing so well, Zeke Correll. But once they got synced up, that turned into probably the strength of the team. Actually,
3: yeah, n- no question, it did. And even though they lose a couple guys, Lug and Patterson, that'd still be coming into this upcoming season the strength of the team. I mean, you got probably the two best tackle combination in college football you know, Joe Alt and Blake Fisher. So, yeah, that's right now. I mean, they got to figure out the guard position. Uh, I think Shalph will be one of the guards. It'll be, you know, who will be the other guy uh, at the other spot. It'll be a question. But uh, of all the question marks around Notre Dame football, offensive lines, the least of the worries. From a recruiting aspect, from a development aspect, from a talent aspect, O-line's the least of my worries. So that along with tight end.
0: If if Brad, they had quarterback play like left tackle play, dating back to Ronnie Stanley, uh, no, telling what, no telling what we'd be looking at now, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean, it, I'm not saying that they wouldn't want a national championship, but right. I'll say this, those semifinal games would have been much closer, if I would put it that way.
0: Brad Powers with us, bradpowersports.com. Now, we're – what, couple of weeks away, February is a short month, and you said in March you're going to be doing basketball. Will that be like you've done it in the past, or are you going to take a different angle there too?
3: No, I have a uh, – it's going to be, you know, just basketball VIP. So it'll be email, text, uh, you know, I'll start off with conference championship games. That'll actually be probably the most heavy-volume week there just because I think there's the most value, and I'll be tweeting that. I mean, the time to be in Vegas is conference championship week, not March Madness just because – uh, of all the different you know, tournaments that are going on at one time, and it's just unique handicap. So I'll start that up, uh, and it'll be just email uh, and, and text service, and uh, I'll combine it with the NBA playoffs, and it's ninety-nine bucks.
0: Not that this has anything to do with you making a living betting for your job, but your thoughts on the news that a year early, Oklahoma. And Texas are coming to the SEC in 24.
3: Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, I, I mean, been in the works. They want to get that done. Uh, we'll see. I got to see what the schedules who, who are going to be the. I'm, I'm certain that they're going to have you know two three teams that'll be uh, the, the teams that they play each and every season. So that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Are they going to go to nine conference games? A uh, lot to be determined, uh, but. I'll say this of all the, there's been a lot of movement and change in changing college football uh <laughs> in the last couple of years 20, I mean this is this is pretty much it uh, because in 24 you expanded 12 and I would say three of your eight blue blood programs USC, Oklahoma, and Texas are changing conferences so I mean that that'll be the final nail in the coffin as far as what, what we've been accustomed to college football throughout our lives I mean it'll be pretty much officially over whether it's good or bad uh 24 will be that uh, new start of uh almost an entirely different looking sport
0: you mentioned it we don't know the schedule for 24 yet i'm wondering if we'll have that by the spring meetings in destin in late may early june maybe maybe not but you have to keep obviously you have to keep texas and oklahoma together right but you also yeah. would think that you have to have texas and texas a&m together for obvious reasons
3: i would hope so that's the case because that's that. <laughs> you know obviously there's been a lot of rivalries that have gone by the wayside that being pro- very prominent so um would you know it'd be interesting to see if that that gets shaken out but i i would expect that to be the case i would think that they release some the fcc has been doing it in the fall as far as you know a year ahead is when they've been releasing schedules
0: boy and does that mean that when texas enters the sec in well technically july 1 of 24 no no competition right then but but once football starts and that means quinn ewers could be gone. Now, he needs to have a really good year, right? That means that Arch Manning begins and makes his debut if he doesn't take it before then this year in the SEC. Wow. Yeah.
3: (laughs) You know, interesting storylines, whether you agree with everything that's going on or not. I mean, it's going to be different. So, um, I'm sure it'll be at least exciting for a year or two until things shake out. What's going to happen is, I mean, I I do already tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be such a disparity in pay between the Big Ten and SEC schools that, I mean, that the gap between the haves and the have-nots is just only going to get bigger. No different than uh, what's going on with the rest of the country, Bill.
0: Agreed, but I do find it interesting that Ohio State, which has maintained a very high level of play for the last 20 years, at least, you know, since John Cooper uh, maintained a very high level of, But I see some of their prominent media people, like Jay Book, who covers them for 24-7 on that Bucknut site, complaining that Ohio State is not a real powerful player in name-image likeness, which is a shock to me.
3: Yeah, but they can get that fixed. I mean... Sure. They lose to Michigan one more time, and that's very possible, actually. I think Michigan's going to enter the, as the Big Ten favorite. Um, first time in what 15 years, we could say somebody other than Ohio State will enter preseason as the favorite. Uh, I think they'll figure that out. I mean, to me, you know, it just whether or not they they have the money, that's not the question. It's whether they want to utilize that money. So uh, I think there'll be a want to. Uh, sooner or later, there'll be a want to. That's, I grew up in that state. There's a want to. There's a care factor there that's not prevalent in a lot of other states outside the you know the the, the southeastern states. So uh, they'll figure it out. It's just they probably not as quick as Buckeye fan
0: uh, expected. I mean they're gonna. I said this the other day. They're gonna get players regardless. We we know that. They they just do. They will. That's not changing. But I saw a thing where Mark Pantone. Brad, who is the head of their personnel, said they may change and go more regional, which, again, they'll still get players. Uh, That's not my worry at all. All right, one more segment with Brad. Omni Nashville Hotel.
2: The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1pm with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the Sixth Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash mid Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931 388 The Sixth Annual Mid-State Classic.
1: Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the
4: SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing,
1: always be closing. B, C, A, always B, B, C, closing. Always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2, on Nashville's Original Sports Radio, WNSR.
2: All there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King.
0: earlier but you know what it bears repeating dom loyal listener up in pittsburgh big notre dame fan brad just repeat what you said he asks have either one of you heard colin klein to notre dame
3: yeah i think he's the favorite right now in fact i mean i i i i'm if i was a betting man and i am i i would be making that bet right now today if they put up They put it up there, and they did when Marcus Freeman got hired. I actually bet Marcus Freeman to be the head coach. They didn't allow me to bet much, but I thought he was the overwhelming favorite, and I think I ended up betting at like minus 150 or whatever. So uh, I would make the bet that Colin Klein's your new offense coordinator for Notre Dame.
0: Back to the in-game betting. If somebody in-game bet and they were good at it and they got hot at it, would it prohibit them pretty fast?
3: Another good question, Bill. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the quickest ways to get limited. At a book, any book. Uh, So you you partake in in in-game live betting and you just show any notion uh, of being sharp, uh, having a clue, winning, whatnot, uh, you're going to get limited if not kicked out. So take that under consideration when you're deciding to do it or not.
0: I know every book is different, but... Can you get down a four-figure in-game bet if you wanted to? Just random dude?
3: Uh, it's tough. Depends on the book. Depends on – yeah, a lot of times it's tough. Uh, right, right. Depends on the sport. NFL, obviously, you know, it's much more likely you can than, you know, a small conference college basketball game on a Tuesday night. Uh, so, compl- as always, there's complications there. Uh, but I can tell you, I mean, I – it's tough on me to get a few hundred dollars down a lot of times when I'm trying to do it. I mean, I'm just spinning, spending, spinning. If you in game like bet, what I mean is, I mean, it's almost like the old internet. I mean, you dial up. You're just waiting and waiting and Correct. waiting for something to go through, and it just and a lot of times the price changes. A plays already happened, maybe two plays, and uh, it, it's a frustrating experience. That it's why I don't regularly do it.
0: Kirkland in Georgia asked Brad. Is there any money on Desmond Ritter to be the starting quarterback for the Falcons?
3: Uh, I haven't seen that. I mean, we'll get some stuff like that after the Super Bowl, uh, some exotics. I mean, more of it's going to be NFL draft related. Uh, But certainly uh, there'll be some books offering who's going to be the starting quarterback for individual teams. I haven't seen anything like that right now.
0: Tom in Myrtle Beach, who have you already bet for Heisman? You know what, just
3: one. I bet Kate Klubnick, 25-1. to one. That's uh, right. Just because I think in the new offensive system under Riley, I mean, he's capable of at least putting up much better numbers than what we've seen now the quarterbacks for Clemson in the last couple of years. So not one of my favorite all-time bets, but i bet that I did make.
0: Smitty won a couple of years ago for Alabama, wide receiver. I wonder what you could get from Marvin Harrison Jr.
3: Uh, I think I saw 40-1. to one. Uh, is the one that I saw on that one, uh, Bill. But uh, he's the number one wide receiver. It's just, you know, there's several good wide receivers for the Buckeyes. So that would be a worry. And then I don't exactly know who's throwing them the football this year.
0: Two quick ones from earlier in the week. You're just going to have to estimate for us. 2014 Ohio State, 22 Georgia. They play Council Bluffs. What's the spread? I said Georgia Georgia would be favored by, like, five.
3: Yeah, I I was going to say four and a half Georgia, at least. Maybe even Georgia six.
0: 99 LSU, 22 Georgia. 19 LSU? uh, I'm sorry, 19, correct, 19, yes.
3: Yeah, uh, LSU
0: 19, uh, four and a half. They're... I was talking to Brian Driscoll yesterday. That's Ohio State's offense on steroids, is what that is. The ninety, uh, the nineteen team. That's, yeah. it's it's another level. It's a it's it's another tick. That would be a problem for Georgia. That would be a problem. <laughs> be a problem for yeah, anybody. It would be. I mean, yeah. as we saw, we was a problem for everybody that that year. That one, that one's interesting. Yeah, that, those are two interesting. All right, Brad. We will let you out the door. Basketball starts. Now, in March, the tournaments don't start immediately. Will that be regular season, or do you wait for the tournaments, the, the league. Uh
3: No, I mean, conference tournaments will start in March. So even I think the, there's a couple of smaller ones that start very end of okay. February. So, no, as soon as those conference tournaments start up, uh, well, we start up.
0: Bradpowersports.com. Check it out, everybody. All of his content's right there. Brad, appreciate it, man.
3: Hey, thank you, Bill. Take care.
0: Does a fantastic job. So, and again, I am not. I have projected this to you many times. Your handicap number guy. I just gave you my general thoughts. Georgia would be favored over the 14 Buckeye team, the 22 Georgia team. LSU would be favored over Georgia, the 22 team. You're talking about ridiculous quarterback receiver talent first round draft pick at running back too that's a hard group to reassemble I mean probably impossible and Joe Burrow is I think you already know what he became and what he is just scratching the surface that year right All right, we got one more break. Then it's me and the breakfast bar. Omni Nashville Hotel.
2: Staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Welcome to
4: Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game and your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at nashvillepredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to nashvillepredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds!
1: It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan.
4: When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it it makes
2: sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like,
1: please, please, (laughs) please, please. It just worked that one Afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan.
2: Ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615 844 5600. The Bill King Show.
0: Yes, All right. Tom from Myrtle Beach sent me a picture. And the guy in the middle is John from L.A. He was asking me about that. Yes, that is the guy. He, he sent me a picture earlier, and I apologize that I have not responded to you. So it's, it's Jeff, too. It's John from L.A. There's Ken. There's Georgia Dog. Pac-12 Dave and Jim from Jupiter in a picture. That's from Commitments just down the hallway. From where we're at right here. That is that is correct, sir. Good show. Kevin Hagan is back with us. Now, again, we have to tape that on Thursdays, but uh, good stuff from him. He laid out five things that need to happen this spring at Alabama. His five items. If you missed it, everything we do is taped. And you can always go back and hear it. Ole Miss Evie with us earlier from the rebel walk and uh brad bradpowersports.com check again all the gambling i will bet the super bowl i don't know what i'm doing yet i have no idea what angle i'm gonna take on it but i will bet the super bowl may may wait to end game just to have the exhilarating fun of doing that and then losing like i did what did i bet in game i bet north carolina duke what was that a week or so ago Lost that one. I in game bet. What was the other one? There was another one in there somewhere that did not go well. The NFL game did go well. The one game that I bet. So I'm one for my last three or four in in game betting. But it's fun, and it's it's John Daly's pizza, money It's it's nothing that is going to hurt me cooking more brisket or ribs on sunday not gonna hurt that at all all, all in good fun market open up down and i'm a little upset about that because i told adam i was thinking about shorting into the close yesterday and i didn't do it and here it is now it's not down big but it's it's down it's only down about 28 points but i had Decided to go in that direction and uh, thought it was a good idea. Anyways, hope you have a good weekend. Let me know what you're cooking, too. Now, I tell you what, we're coming up on uh, this spring. We're still a little ways out, but this spring now, guys, we have a chance to cook up some good seafood. A Georgia Dog sent me a bunch. We, st- by the way, he sent me so much. We still have a bunch of it left, but I'm talking about with the turkey gumbo. I've only got a little bit left from Thanksgiving. Still have some left, but it's going to transition to shrimp gumbo this spring. Yeah, that that's what it's going to be, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Have you ever made? shrimp gumbo it is delish everybody it is as good as you can imagine it being it's been a couple of summers since we've done that yeah it's it's been a couple of summers since we've done that but it is fantastic and uh, if you want the recipe just send me your email and i will send that to you yeah shrimp gumbo is it as good as turkey gumbo? It depends on your line of thinking. It depends on your angle. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. But, yeah, it's going to be brisket. Now, this is going to be about a 12-hour cook, so I'll have to put that on overnight. And then the ribs is about a six-hour cook, and we'll probably have some sides to go with it, some queso. Now, you got to remember, in your queso – You have to chop up, finally chop up jalapeno peppers. You got to have that little kick in there. Don't don't screw that up with your queso. You got to have jalapeno peppers in there when you do this. And then melt it down nicely. Get your circular chips, right? Your nice uh, nacho chips. And then dip them, and you will be incredibly happy you did that. It is very good. That's usually what we have. And then maybe some kind of dessert. My preference is lemon pie with the graham cracker crust. That would be good. That would be that would be really good. And the kids go and get like five 12 packs of you ready Dr Pepper. No, not booze. Dr Pepper. That's their that's their go-to when it comes to uh, soft drinks and everything else. That will be our setup. That will be our agenda on Sunday remember that game always starts at about approximately 5:28 that's when that game gets started 5:28 and then you've got it and you have the all the lead up to it which i do not enjoy i will not be watching the lead up programming broadcasting leading up to the super bowl matchup won't be won't be doing that that's boring i'll be watching PBS or the Food Channel or something like that. That's what'll keep me occupied on Sunday. Patton Cook back at the studios in downtown Nashville. Adam Johnson is here with us. Greg Pope, John Burton, coming up next on the Mothership WNSR. You know what I have to do today? When we bought the new stove, they hauled the other one off. That is functional. Probably sell it. Yeah, the dudes probably sold it. All Michelle's, well, a lot of her cookie sheets are in there, so I have to go to Home Depot today and pick up cookie sheets that they hold on. That's my job today. I know you're into me. Lodge NBC News I'm Derek Dennis a developing story in Baltimore police surrounding a barricaded suspect